Today is October 7th. You're listening to Born on This Day podcast. And Bill, I'm Marco Timpano. And I am Bill Antonio. And uh, today is National Frappe Day, Bill. Oh, okay. Are you a fan of frappes? Uh, not in the least bit. There's nothing I hate more than a cold coffee. And uh, when I go do my summers in Greece, they all look at me weird when I ask for a hot one. Because I go there in July. They always right. are like, you want it hot? I'm like, yes, I want it hot. Cold coffee tastes like absolute dog shit. And also, hot coffee cools you down on a hot day. Cold coffee does not. So leave me alone. Wow, I didn't I'm, realize this today's date was. Yeah, I really have you. strong feelings about this. I'm sorry because every it's always a it's always an interview every time I order a coffee in that country. Oh man. Yeah. Okay. Well, good to know. If you go to Greece, careful careful when you order a yeah. hot coffee yeah. in the summer. Yeah, good to know. If you go to Greece, people will be rude. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> you can write any Greek Americans or Greek Canadians can write their emails to Bill today. Yeah. Well, listen, if you were born on October 7th, you are well known for your seriousness and thoughtfulness. Uh, while you do have a sense of humor, you are very serious about your goals and the things you wish to achieve in life. Interesting. Wow, you, you sound a little bit like an asshole. <laughs> Let's see on our list who is an asshole. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure we have a few. Hopefully not our first uh, birthday celebrant, although I don't I don't know anything about him personally. Uh, and that's John Cougar Mellencamp, who is an American musician, singer, songwriter, painter, actor and film director who is known for his catchy populist brand of Heartland Rock, which emphasizes traditional instrumentation. His hit singles include Hurt So Good, Jack and Diane, and Pink Houses, among his 22 top 40 hits in his career. He holds the record for the most tracks by a solo artist to hit number one on the Billboard Hot Mainstream Rock Tracks chart. He has won a Grammy Award and has released 24 studio albums. He has also directed and starred in the film Falling from Grace in 1992, and he was born on this day in Seymour, Indiana in 1951. I think he dropped the cougar to, to be taken seriously, Bill. Oh, okay. Did it work? Well, I don't know. I'm going to adopt it. You're listening to Marco Cougar Timpano here on the podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> well, listen, she was born, she was born Josefina Victoria Ocuto, but as a stand-up comedian and actress went by her married name, Joy Behar. And uh, she was a secretary at Good Morning America and worked as an English teacher before appearing in the films Cookie and This Is My Life. And before her 13-year stint on The View as a co-host, which she continues to do today. She also hosted the Joy Behar show in uh, on HLN for three years and Say Anything on Current TV in 2012 and has written five books. She was born on this day in Brooklyn in 1942. And she has one of my favorite voices in show business, if only because it reminds me of all my favorite Greek ladies in my life. Is she your favorite uh, co-host on The View? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I like a lot of them and I've liked a lot of them through the years. But Joy, you know, she's um, she's smart and she's hip and she is uh, modern in that she has like a lot of the right values. But she also um, keeps things i don't know how to say this properly she she's not overly sentimental i guess is what i like no. about her yeah yeah and and you know what like you said she's very hip for a woman of her age yeah and her sort of her stands on things i have to say i'm very sympathetic with her yeah i mean she also pisses people off you know like her sure. feelings about woody allen are not um in line with uh, young people today and so that sort of thing like she she but she also doesn't care whether you like her or not you know what i mean yeah um i also love it 
she's never she's rarely the one to get into a big fight on that show um right. and it's really funny when other people do and you just see her sitting and watching <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah. rosie having a dust up with somebody and joy's just like sipping her coffee waiting <laughs> for it to pass <laughs> yeah waiting for the dust to settle yeah Simon Cowell is one of the most famous reality television hosts in the world, helming the success of American Idol, Pop Idol, Britain's Got Talent, The X Factor, and America's Got Talent, working behind the scenes as well as in front of the camera on all of them. Famous for his take-no-prisoner style of commentary for the contestants who appear on the shows, he has also discovered the success of One Direction, Susan Boyle, Il Devo, and is estimated to be in possession of a fortune worth 385 million British pounds. What's that like? A billion Canadian dollars? At least six, seven hundred million American dollars. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like two billion Canadian dollars. Okay. It's like just crazy. He has been nominated for five Emmys and was born on this day in London, England in 1959. Wow. Well, Bill, our next celebrant might not have the name Cougar in his name, but he does have one of the cooler names on our list, and that's Marco Beltrami. He is a film composer who has created the musical scores for iRobot, World War Z, or World War Z, actually, and Logan, plus was nominated for Academy Awards for 310 to Yuma and The Hurt Locker. He was born on this day in New York City in 1966. I don't think it's such a great name. It's a great name. I think Marco, Marco's, I say, I say I happy birthday Marco's to you. Marco's a real lame. <laughs> don't, I don't know why. I just do. Twin brothers Sean and Aaron Ashmore were born today. Sean played the Iceman in X-Men 2 and The Last Stand and played Terry Fox in the TV movie about him and recently made appearances on The Boys. Aaron was in Veronica Mars, Smallville, Lost Girl, and Designated Survivor. They were both born on this day in Richmond, British Columbia in 1979. Nicole Ari Parker came to our attention as Becky Barnett in the hit film Boogie Nights, then went on to appear in 200 Cigarettes and Blue Streak. Currently, she plays Giselle on Empire, and she was born on this day in Baltimore, Maryland in 1970. She has one of my favorite moments in Boogie Nights when he says, you know, she's like, I've got a character, I've got a theme. And he's like, what is it? She's like, chocolate love. (laughs) Just the way she says it is so funny. Dylan Baker has been nominated for three Emmys for his performance on The Good Wife, while film fans will remember him for his very controversial performance as the amorous pedophile in Todd Solondz's 1998 film, Happiness. Baker played J. Edgar Hoover in Selma and is currently on the series Blind Spot. He was born on this day in Syracuse, New York in 1959. Andy Devine had a scratchy voice that made him perfect for sidekick character parts, usually in westerns, appearing in Destiny Rides Again, Stagecoach, and The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance. That movie always gets mentioned, Bill. Was it any it's, good? Uh, oh, it's a, it's a, like a cornerstone classic of uh, okay. classic, uh, uh, of John Ford Westerns, especially. I see. Okay. Yeah. So I got to check that out because I do like John Ford. He was also later a regular on the Jack Benny show. While today's audiences will recognize him best as the voice of Friar Tuck in the Disney version of Robin Hood. He was born on this day in Flagstaff, Arizona in 1905 and died in 1977 at the age of 71. Tim Minchin also played Friar Tuck, but he was in the 2018 version of Robin Hood with Taron Egerton. Plus, he had a recurring role on Californication, while on stage he played Judas in Jesus Christ Superstar. He's best known and loved, though, as the lyricist and composer of the music and lyrics for the runaway hit musical Matilda, for which he was nominated for two Tony Awards. He won Best Newcomer at the 2005 Edinburgh Fringe Festival and was raised in Australia, but was born on this day in Northamptonshire, England in 1975. 
Andrew Dominic gained a cult following for his debut feature, the Australian crime biopic Chopper, which led him to direct Killing Them Softly, The Assassination of Jesse James by the coward by the coward Robert Ford. Is that the whole name of the film? It is. The Assassination of Jesse yeah. James by the coward coward Robert Ford yeah. and episodes of Mind Mind Hunter, which I love mm-hmm. and I don't know if it's coming back, Bill. Oh, yeah. I don't know if anything's coming back, Marco, in case you haven't noticed the world ended. (laughs) But I loved Mindhunter so much. It is really good. Andrew was born on this day in Wellington, New Zealand in 1967. And Andrew, if you're listening, I hope that they have you back to direct more uh, Mindhunter. Mm -hmm. Mary Badham set records when she was nominated for an Academy Award at the age of 10 for her performance as Scout in To Kill a Mockingbird, a record she held for 11 years. She followed it with two episodes of television, the film Let's Kill Uncle and the Natalie Wood drama This Property is Condemned, but gave up acting soon after and didn't appear on screen again until 2005 in the independent film Our Very Own. As an adult, she became an art restorer and a college testing coordinator, and she was born on this day in Birmingham, Alabama, Alabama in 1952. Desmond Tutu was born today in Cape Town, South Africa in 1931. He's a South African Anglican cleric and theologian known for his work as an anti-apartheid and human rights activist. He was the Bishop of Johannesburg from 1985 to 1986 and then the Archbishop of Cape Town, in both cases being the first black African to hold that position. He was widely popular among South Africans' black majority and was internationally praised for his anti-apartheid activism, receiving a range of awards, including the Nobel Peace Prize. He also completed several books of speeches that he made and is one of South Africa's greatest known people, I guess you could Mm -hmm. say, Bill. Yep. Have you been to South Africa? Oh, I would love to go. Mm -hmm. No, I haven't been. Me too. June Allison starred in Best Foot Forward on Broadway and was noticed by Hollywood and brought out to California to play her role in the film version. She became a star in the films Good News, Little Women, and The Opposite Sex, winning a Golden Globe for the film Too Young to Kiss. I read her autobiography when I was a teenager, and I remember loving it, around the time she became famous for her appearances in a series of commercials for adult diapers. She was born on this day in the Bronx in 1917. She died in 2006 at the tender age of 88. Wow. Bill, you know, you got to give her credit because she was one of the first people to really kind of have to be a spokesperson for for a product you know what why not listen you are a working actor so is your wife and you know if they're paying you do it i take my lead from joan rivers joan rivers never turned anything down if they were paying no and there's no shame in it and also there isn't there isn't and we're gonna need adult diapers someday too i'm telling you i think i need them now Uh, alfred is it chini or sini how would you say his name well he's italian so you tell me yeah uh became a singer under the name al martino singing the hits here in my heart i love you more and more every day also spanish eyes and mary in the morning he left the u.s because of a mob related problems in the 1950s oh who knows what that is and didn't return until the end of the decade then in 1972 became immortal as the mafia supported crooner who seeks don vito corrione's help in the godfather rumors have always stated that the scene was based on frank sinatra but it was actually much closer to martino's own life and career And he, in fact, later said in an interview that he got the part of The Godfather because of pressure placed on the production by the New York Mafia Don Russell Buffalino. 
Martino was born on this day in Philadelphia in 1927 and died in 2009 at the age of 82. Mm-hmm. Wow, I had no idea. I always thought it was Frank Sinatra that they Everyone always does. That story's gotten out of control, but any biographer will tell you that the slightest bit of research shows that it's actually very, very unlikely that Frank was ever deep in the mob or supported by them in any way. It's true. You know, everyone who knew the Rat Pack always said that uh, it was Dean Martin who was a better connected right. uh, person. Than, Probably than, because he has he had gambling debts with them more more likely than anything else. Possibly, uh, I but, think that that rumor has basically spread because Americans and everyone are racist and assume that anyone famous who's Italian has ties to the mob. Well said. Thank you, yeah. Bill. Well, my friend, that was our day today, October 7th. I hope you have a great one. I hope you do too, Marco. And tune in tomorrow. I know you have to call your mafia, Don, uh, so we'll just get off the line very quickly. I don't mean to make assumptions, but I do know that that is the case with you. Well, you know, the phone is ringing, and uh, I must be why you're so successful. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. All right, see you tomorrow. All right, bye.